So hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Millennium Podcast. I'm your host Chris, and this is the 35th episode of this podcast of season two, actually. And on this particular episode, we're about to talk about some. Oh, I'm joined with two people, and we're about to talk about some particular topics that haven't been talked about before on this podcast, and they're actually very, very uh, difficult conversations that should be had in our time or in this generation or generally with everybody so before we start going to those conversations can my guests introduce themselves starting with martina hi guys my name is martina what else do you guys want to know <laughs> <laughs> so that's just uncle. my name oh so, um, hi guys up? uh i don't get your tundi so be nice. I know, right? Same here. Actually, oh, this... hardly ever used it. Ooh, once in a while, but never really. I didn't be because Chris, I made me listen to my first podcast, and that was podcast. Oh, that's oh, nice. That's nice. Oh, you guys should actually listen to my podcast. Actually, they're actually very good podcasts out there. Yeah, I they're used to podcasts. listen to um this guy. Um, what's his name? Kevin Samuel. But well, he's becoming toxic in my eyes. So toxic. Yes. In my <laughs> eyes, though. I mean, um okay. different people um with different opinions. Yeah, but like for some things he says, so I just have to like eh, I move my lane, but I don't really <laughs> use it. I don't really use it. Maybe I'll start using I understand. it. I understand. So what was your week like? How was your week for each of you? my god i think it was interesting i can't I, I really feel sick because yesterday stroke this morning i had all night prayer so we went for proper video wow. yes i did i went for video and i came <laughs> back home by 9 a.m so mm-hmm. and i woke up i think around like 5 p.m was it a dcc um, video sorry was it a dcc video by um pastor Casey? oh no no it wasn't. Uh, but it was organized you. by a member in my church, though. Oh, oh. oh okay. You my are, week. You are only going to go and you are going to party every day. Did you know you? No, I didn't actually go to parties. Only today I went to party. Hey, we. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I didn't go to parties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to parties. Please, oh. It's alright. It's alright. Me, my week was very normal. I. I'm working remotely, so like I'm always at home, always eating, nothing much. Wow. I, I went out like once or twice this week, actually. I went out like once or twice. But anyway, let's just jump right into the topics for today. So the first thing we want to talk about is feminism. This is like, like that word that we've always heard, we've always seen online, on social media platforms. It's almost like a curse word because there's always so much debate around it. And what we talk about today is to come and have a conversation around that word feminism to actually get to understand what it is and to also see whether it's whether the aim of feminism is actually right. That's one. Then two is is it also supportive or is it or does Christianity support feminism? So we're going to look at it from a general point of view, which is trying to understand what feminism is all about, 
then look at it from a Christian's perspective to see that, okay, does this actually align with the values or perspectives of Christianity? So what do you guys think? What do you think feminism, or what are your thoughts on feminism, and do you think they align with the Christian values? Anyone can start, actually. Then I start, please. <laughs> well, let me just let me just say this. Anything me, I don't know. I will not say because I like to talk based on what I know, like based yeah. on fact. But um, I think when we spoke before, I said I was not a feminist. Okay, but I think in real sense we should all be feminists. If I'm being yeah. honest, but I will say this that this generation or the feminism they are talking of now is not the actual feminism to me that is why i was not in support when um alonga was talking that day some things i don't know i was i was just not in support in my head Sha. Wow. but yeah. i think we should all be feminists to be honest support the actual motion not the ones yeah. that the society is bringing now there's there's a different one you know i think we should all be feminists i take my word back actually for some reason <laughs> but i really think we should but i don't like the way people are twisting it now some people are being, making it personal i don't really think that's what is to me you know with what i understand but i think everybody should be feminist and that's about that ayo what do you think well, I feel like, yeah, what Martina said is actually true. I feel like everybody should just be feminist. And I, I'm not Nigerian, what's the Nigerian definition? Anyway? Nigerian definition is like, spoiled, like, it's not real feminism. I think it's, it's Nigerian feminism is just about bitterness, where women are, you know, feel, it's not even feminism, it's actually like, more like, some people think that um, feminism is like, um, superiority over, yeah. And it's not even, it's not even all that. It's not about one gender is superior to the other. To me, I feel like no gender is superior. We have our each, uh, that's why we complement. And when you're bringing it to the um, for you, God saw that it was created a woman, so you already knew that okay, it's not good for a man to be alone, and that's why he didn't just say, Okay, let me just create another man for Adam to be friends. I mean, he, he, I mean, it's not a future that means God, it's not a future that men will still anger with men, but a weed man needs a woman, so it's just complement each other, and that's what this is about. You just compliment who I am, not just you. Just say, okay, but, you know, when I walk with you, cannot just walk together and uh, because you're a man, you get higher pay than me, or because I am a man, you do some certain things. Um, I mean, I guess all right and everything before whoever believes in that, but just because you're a man, um, you get to get, you know, um, um, I call it, is it uh, or something? So I, I don't believe in all that. I just let everybody equal. So the thing is this year, um, because of this podcast and because of that whole word of or that whole feminism stuff, I actually never, I've actually never, uh, I or I had actually never read or sit down to watch any videos about it to really understand it. The only place I was trying to get my information from was from. Twitter, especially, because that's the place that they're always dragging and drawing people everywhere. But as I was thinking about the particular episode we're going to do today, I know that one of the people that really pushed 
feminism in this country was Chimamanda. And I said to set on YouTube yeah. for videos where she talked about feminism. Let me really understand why she pushes that particular agenda. And I watched the videos, I'm going to also put the link to that video in the description. And to be honest, when I watched that video, I was really shocked at the fact that what she's trying to protect or what is or the agenda she's trying to promote is completely different from whatever we see online today. Just like you guys have both said that the definition that we have today or the definition that people are living by is completely wrong. When the time where you, know, you will see people that are no longer actually trying to maybe talk for their or fight for their rights but instead are just trying to just be rude and be very arrogant and trying to be fighting against men basically just like how you said along here that are trying to fight men basically like any any issue that comes up at all they're always trying to fight a man to about it like you don't see people that are ready to actually follow the actual meaning of what feminism is about i mean i watch that video what you're trying to talk about when it comes to feminism is where there were some particular she, she tried to use the story of her own experiences where she had had some issues where maybe um there will be a a competition and she might win the competition but instead the guy gets more recognition or maybe she goes out with a guy and they want to collect money for um, they want to collect money or don't want, want to get the money from them to pay the bills and they're going to talk to the guy when she's the one that ordered the food, when she's the one that brought the guy to the restaurant. But instead of looking at the guy as the one that should have more money to be able to pay. She talked about, she gave an experience where she was with the guy and she gave someone a tip, one of the drivers, she gave the person a tip and the guy, like she literally gave the guy the tip but the guy was thanking the guy that she came with, or the man that she came with instead of her, herself. So, like, what I came to understand was what she's really fighting for is for a male and a female to be treated the same way, put up with the same standards, let the same actions that is given to a lady be given to a man, starting from when the child is being born, starting with the training that the child is being given. Because trying to talk about how, when we're younger, men are being taught to be these hard guys, to be hard men basically to not be able to not cry to not to not show emotions females are being taught to be homemakers they should learn how to sweep they should learn how to take care of themselves they should learn how to cook and so basically saying that but what i'm teaching females are things that every human being is meant to do for themselves because they will not always give it to female do you get yeah they will not always leave it to female so like she was trying to talk about how sometimes a kind of pressure is put on women, but those, those kind of pressures are not put on men. And she didn't just talk as if she was trying to just talk about women alone, but she was like, that also, she came down to even paying bills. That the same way you go to a restaurant and the bills are always put on demand. Like, it shouldn't exactly be that way. It should be that, okay, let the person that has more money pay. That is a more reasonable thing than saying that, okay, it's a man that must do this, not a female. But the thing is that we, I came to understand that when I talk, when I listened to her talk, she literally tried to come from a very balanced point of view. So she's not really supporting just women, but she's talking from both angles, both on the male side and on the female side, trying to go back into history to really explain 
why some things were the way they were and coming down here. But what I like you to understand is that we have, a lot of people have double standards. Yeah. They say things like, oh, a girl should be treated this way. But when it now comes to the other side of the spectrum, which is if the same situation happens to a guy, they look at it differently. They never want to look at it from the same lens. They used to look at it, look at the same situation when it was in a woman's case. So, honestly, I just thought about this whole thing. I'm like, I'm like, actually, the main definition of that feminism stuff was just trying to, uh, you know, fight for the rights of women and them being given equal ground as men. Not obviously denoting the fact that, okay, a man or, or, or men are stronger in the real sense, but that does not mean that the students, that men and women should not be given equal opportunities. This kind of stuff. So, that's basically what I think about feminism. I, I, don't, I don't think we really have any debate on this particular topic because I think we are all on the same page, if I'm correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just want to point something out, like you said, about that, um, father, people are, have double standards, like that Pega, sorry I'm bringing uh, Big Brother and Giant T, but no, I feel it's like cool. we should, use, we should use cool. something practical. Like, people are yeah. saying, okay, um, husband, um, what do you call it, so forgiving and everything. If it was um, Tiger's husband that was in the house and he was maybe kissing or fornicating with other girls, they would be like, they would expect the woman to actually forgive him, right? But he forgave his wife and people are complaining that, why did he forgive his wife? I'm like, I don't understand this. Who, who does this? You know what? Why are we crying that, okay, if it's a woman, let him let her forgive her husband. But if it's a man, no, 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 no. I'm like really, really. Honestly, that that, that honestly that that this is this is an issue that we've always had in this country. Like I literally see it on Twitter every day when you see the same person that is pushing a particular agenda because it happens to a female or because that situation happens to a female. But when that same issue happens to a male, she's, the person has changed the way they think about a particular issue. And this works both ways. Not like it's not like. It's only women that do it to men, but even men do it to women too. That's something that will happen to a man. They look at it differently. But when it happens to a female, they don't look at it with the same lens too. So, like the main problem we're facing here is not the main definition of feminism, but I think the main problem we are facing here is the fact that people are not ready to uh, people are not ready to use the same standard that they set for themselves, or they set or the same standard that are there to. Um, to look at every single situation regardless of the gender, basically. Yeah. So then, then it's then another thing that you guys have to have. Martina, do you have anything to say? Actually, don't. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> okay, so 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 let's, let's, let's talk about because I know one major thing that um, a lot of people, especially um, the women, which are who are the people that are really affected by this kind of thing talk about is the issue of gender roles. Like, um, you always hear people say that, or we've heard people in the past say that oh, women are only made for the kitchen and the kitchen alone, that are not meant to do any other thing, which is kind of part of the issues or part of the reasons why feminism came up. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Do you think there should be gender roles? And do you think it is supported too from a Christian point of view? Of course, I really think there should be gender role. Okay. Really supportive, though, because even when the Bible says that 
the woman is the weaker vessel. Not, you know, let me say, some people interpret it into like, um, she's not as strong or, I don't know, when people say, um, what's this statement they say? What a man can do, a woman can do better. Mm, yes. To me, I don't agree, to be honest. Okay. But some people see it as, oh, she's very weak, you know. I feel, to me, that statement or that verse in the Bible is talking about, like, um, I feel is maybe physically in my own eyes because I really do not think we anyone is weaker than one person. I am stronger in some areas as a woman, and yeah. the man is stronger in some areas as that is how I see it. So this is why I agree that there should truly be gender roles because that is the point of marriage. When you get married, there are some things that um, the wife is actually better than than the husband. Then I feel something like that. Shall he, the woman should lead where she's stronger. The man should lead where he's stronger. That is the gender role, like, the place this person is stronger. There are some guys that actually um, know things of, like, kitchen, because you mentioned that, things like that, they're actually better than their wives. Funny how, you know, but okay. anyway, that's a different conversation. But the way the society made it as women, kitchen, work in the house, do this, do that, and all of those things. It just changed the narrative, because when they see a man doing all this, and be like, now you they suffer yourself. Now you they do yourself. You get wife. Why you not live abroad? All this kind of things, yeah. So, but I personally but, feel but, okay. I, I, gender I, I, roles should actually be a thing. I don't know. Some people don't see it like that, but it should be a thing. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. But you know that when people talk about gender roles, there are some particular roles that are, would I say, stereotyped. Mm-hmm. What, like, and and this, what? Is I, this is what I mean. Now you said. You said now that, okay, yes, there should be gender roles and they should work towards their strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. in the sense that, okay, wherever a man is weak, if the woman is stronger there, then stronger there, she, she should lead. She, she, can, she should lead that side. Then wherever yeah. a woman is the weak, woman is a man weaker, is stronger the man there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, but we can obviously agree to the fact that while in a time where there must be some men that probably cook better than their wives, Okay, but they do not enter the kitchen because they have been taught and they fully believe that a woman's job is to cook food and do you know all the major house duties like sweeping, uh-huh. cleaning, washing uh-huh. clothes, and things like that. Yeah. Now, that's the thing, that's the main issue that is there. Okay, where there's a particular rules that are really stereotyped. I okay. know some guys that have said in the past that almost even if I know how to cook. When I when I get married, my wife will be the one cooking. And I even go around asking questions like, okay, what if you guys are both working? And she comes back late. Actually, we're in Lagos now. We know how traffic is in Lagos. And maybe she comes back like 10 p.m. Would you not wait to that time for her to come back? They should not enter the kitchen at that time of the night when she's okay, ready to me... come back and just relax and prepare for the next day. So let that's what I'm trying this. to ask. Okay. Let me answer this. The thing is, um, Okay, you said something. The thing is that if the guy knows how to cook better than his wife or has this ideology that, yes, the woman is meant to be in the kitchen, like I said before, 
the person who is stronger in an, in one area should lead the other person. Before you know, the other person will catch up. Okay. That is the idea of having a partner. For instance, I would teach if 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 I'm a kind of person that I have self confidence, and okay. I know that ah my partner lacks it. He's not so bad, though, but there's a way you would instill confidence in your partner that over time you already see it. It will rub up. The person would, you stay with somebody for a long time. Before you know it, that person has gotten that skill. That person has grown into that thing. If um, I don't know how to do a certain thing, or my husband, like you use the illustration of cooking, yeah, and he knows how to, he can always teach me. He will lead me. With time, I will get it. Okay. Okay. I, I understand I understand what you just said. Now, let let me go to the other side of the spectrum because now we use cooking. Yeah, so let's go to the other side of the yeah. spectrum. Now let's look at paying bills. Now, obviously, <laughs> there's, a, there's a very huge stereotype to when it comes to the role of paying bills. Like, mm-hmm. it's the man that is head of the home, he does all those things. Mm-hmm. Now, you said, you talked about a weaker side and a stronger side. Now, let's see yeah. on, the, on the issue of finances, you are richer than your husband. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how would you lead financially? How would I lead? Yeah, you consider that the stronger person leads in that area. So now when it comes mm-hmm. to paying bills, yeah, would you go... I know that last time we spoke, we talked about the 70... Uh, I think it's 70-30, yeah? Or 60-40, yes. I think. So now, let's talk about this here. So let's say you want... Uh, you talk about it. You said that someone that is stronger in an area would lead, meaning that the yes. person would probably won't provide it, like, give more than to the other person can catch up. So let's say now that let's say you're you're working and you're you're earning 500k, your husband is earning 200k, and there are bills in the home. How do you lead financially? Now you talked about the cooking part, which is maybe him meeting you in the kitchen every time, joining you to cook and teaching you stuff. How do you lead financially? Well, to my own understanding, Sha. Financially, (laughs) I think um, personally, if I'm earning more and my husband is earning um less than i am i think a plan would be what will help us in the sense like i'm not i'm not saying i would not want to pay more as a higher earner but we would plan with his own and my own so that it's not look as if somebody is putting more and somebody is putting less we would have to equate the money to balance so that somebody will not feel like, because trust me, in as much as though we are saying we are one, in our minds, trust me, we still have individual minds. Somebody will feel cheated in one way or the other. And women tend to, you know, we are quite emotional. I don't know yeah. if it's any, we are quite emotional. Yeah, Man that. would single-handedly pay the bills once and it will you believe that's his role and all those things, but a woman any more and the man any less. I feel a plan is what to solve that thing. And God not help that family. Like maybe the woman is a very high spender, you know, and the man is a saver. I feel <laughs> the man should lead in that role, in as much as he earns less than his wife. Like I said, the person who is stronger in one area should lead so if i'm the one with high money or even if my husband was any more than i am and i am a saver my husband is a spender it will be advisable to let the planning 
fall on the person who is more of a saver than the person that is more of a spender. Okay, I get that. What you the point is actually makes a lot of sense. Alonge, what do you think? I support my senior part. You get it was just like it's I don't know, I don't know, but I don't know. I shall get when I said that 70 30. I don't have to explain. I'm not really saying that I cannot pay. I think I mentioned it, but it's just I don't know how to explain it to you guys, but it was just like ah, my husband, you should do this. Although I don't, I don't it, say let man, me say it was fantasies in my head or things I would want. It may obviously not be like that, but what about planning? Yes, yes, yeah, something. Yes. Yes, I suppose Martina in that part. I suppose in that part. That understanding there must be understanding there because ah, there's pride. Oh, this we male, we just have this pride that um, well, we have True. we have to like always lead. Even if it's mm-hmm. just you, we have to always lead. especially going out. Um, a place whereby, for example, now, uh, I went out on. It wasn't even a day. It was just like I just we just went out like an eat out. So and you guys know I don't have an ATM. So like um mm-hmm. I had to transfer to the with the person she was a lady. I had to transfer him like money. So when the um which I just and like um gave me the bill and I told her no that um give it to her that she's one pain. She gave me this eye like look at you and you're, like you covered every Saturday year like and you're, I'm like are you kidding me? It's still my money, but I still feel someone like wow really I felt shallow a little bit in since I'm like. But just because I knew it was my money that I just felt okay, all right, it's all well and good. But I see Pedro Shalom because she gave me the look. I'm like, ha, ah, Jesus Christ, I'm not. I see my life outside. I just I, like that's just me anyway. But you know, but you know this thing you just said now. Eh, it's fu- it's so funny how it usually goes back to what I talked about recently or not too long on that feminism thing. Now you can imagine the woman. This is a woman though. It's not even a guy. Now this is a woman that has been trained to think that when it comes to money and bills, the man is the one that is meant to be the one doing everything. So even when a lady wants to pay, or a lady is in an ATM card to pay, she might give me that look like, why not the one paying? And also, you know, to be honest, uh, men have been like, uh, everybody, women, no matter how much they want to talk about uh, gender equality, when it comes to money, They've always been taught that the man is the one that covers the bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be honest, also, like I fully agree with what Martina said. She really explained that part of leading in a particular role where you know you are you are stronger in. I think that really helps. But maybe to just conclude on the whole thing, I think it all boils down to understanding and humility. Because yeah. to be honest, I do not think. Any man that cannot drop his ego will allow his wife lead him financially, especially financially. Yeah. The wife might be able to lead him in the kitchen. She might be able to lead him even in arranging the house. But once it comes to finances, I don't think you, you, I, I, if there are ten men here, I think maybe only like maybe only like three or four will really be like, okay, my wife is my wife is the one that is that is really handling things financially because. Also, men are being taught to lead. I mean, when I went to teaching us to lead in the home, the first area they're looking at is maybe spirituality, but the next place they're looking at is money. Yeah. That yeah. the man should be earning more. And literally, there are actually a lot of ladies that would want to be with men that are actually earning more, to be honest. The lot of ladies I've spoken to, and they say the same thing, like, they actually want to be the man that's earning more. 
in a way that are very ambitious, but they still want to be the man that anymore because I don't know for some reason they just feel they just feel better in this kind of yeah. It, it, it's a kind of like it's a kind of security like yeah, women have. That. Yeah, it's a kind of security we have. I have. Yeah, okay. yeah. very important. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I understand. But the thing is, see, I like I mentioned before, the thing is, you know, we have individual minds. And yeah. this thing you're speaking about understanding is so true. It boils down to trust as well. You know, mm-hmm. does your partner have your best interest? You know, some people, the thing of um, um, somebody being the head of the home, that is a man. When mm-hmm. they feel like the woman tends to take over, some people look at it as a disrespect. But yeah. you should understand that your partner is your equal. For the people that really do not have um, understanding their home, this is for them. You should understand that your partner is your equal. And I feel like trust will really help all these things that people are assuming up and down. I feel it's really help, but trust is better to me. So when they have it, all this conversation of money, this, that, there is a way a woman will lead a home. She will still accord respect to her husband and nobody will know she's leading that home. Yeah, yeah, it's people that don't get it, it's people that don't even get it. That is it, that is what I'm it, it's still, but I how, how from for the man to trust his wife to oh, she's she's taking she's in charge of this, that, this, that, whatever. Let's not talk of finances because that is a major part of the home. Let's even yeah. give it as 80% of the home. Yeah. If I'm being honest, if she's yeah. leading that. And she can accord respect. I really don't think it's an issue because men need respect, and that is a fact. Yeah. And if, if he's if he's losing that respect, it's like every other thing in the home is down and all those things. But you can actually lead a home and not disrespect your husband, and there will be peace. Okay, uh, Martina, I know you'll be able to explain this better because I know most people or most like there have been issues where people um, talk about you know, this word respect and or submission and they are and girls are always having an issue with that statement. And I understand why they're having an issue with that statement because of what they've seen in the past or mm-hmm. or what they've been taught in the past where maybe they're kneeling down to give their husband food or or they're keeping short when their husband is shouting at them or saying this kind of thing. So at this point now in your life, like what do you understand as being respectful or that word submission? I, can you put it like in, in a practical way, like in a very realistic way, not just definition, but also practically? Because talking about someone being rich and now and being respectful at the same time, can you like give like a practical um, um, example? Mm, mm, I'm trying to think of an example, <laughs> but mm, I, when while I'm talking, maybe I'll think of an example. But I'll just say that submission is not bad. Number one, I feel like the issue is who do you submit to? That is the question. Who are you submitting to? It is who you are submitting to that is destroying people's mindset about submission. Okay. If I am submitting to somebody good, somebody reasonable, why should I be complaining? I, for one, I don't really like cooking, but I feel like Definitely, not even I feel like. I never want to say I feel. I know that when I get married or whoever I get married to, 
person's interest is definitely for me. The person is a good person. Words of affirmation, definitely. But I already know. I cannot even go for somebody that is not what I would want or what God wants for me. The kind of idea I have. But like, I wouldn't mind submitting to the person. I really would not. I don't I don't see it as um like I said, anything the Bible says, I do not try to derail, I do not try to misinterpret. The word has said it. I should follow instructions and I decide who I submit to. That is one thing. I would choose. They did not put gun to my head. That is the problem. When you see wives submitting to their husband, people that are actually happy, they are happy doing it. Leave the ones that are not happy doing it. The people that are happy doing it are happy. So people express their happiness to the fact that they even get to kneel down to greet their uh, husband. Uh. <laughs> some people, wait, let me finish. Some people see it as punishment. See, let me tell you, if there's anything you can make mistake for in this life. It is not by choosing a rubbish partner. You will, for, forever on this earth, you will lack peace of mind. You can't buy peace in the market. That is one thing you must understand. Peace is not negotiable. It's the people that went to negotiate their peace that are suffering it today. Okay. So I feel like if I am submitting to my husband, I am doing it full term. And I have no issue with that because I chose the man I wanted to submit to. And I, I really should not have complaints with that. To be honest, in my own opinion, because people that are doing it, that are happy, ask them. They will tell you how sweet it is to submit. It's people that want to change. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. You can't eat your cake and have it. In See, there was something about uh, there's something about um this love and respect thing. It's very easy. Okay. Women need love, men need respect. Okay. In the other way, you know, with what I understand is in women, love equates to respect too. But men as well, respect equates to love. The mm. way you can love them is true respect. The way you can love um the way you can respect women is true love. If you look at it, the Bible did not make mistake when he, um, the, the word was explained. I think it's in Ephesians 5.33. I think that was where they explained love and respect. There. It is not that hard. Why should I not submit to somebody I love and respect? I really do not know why I would not. I'm not saying that I will be crawling to greet my husband. I will not say that I will be flying, cleaning the window just to say hello, dear. <laughs> it's that deep. I truly can submit. I can be happy and there will be peace. The question is, who am I submitting to? Okay. That is it. Who am I submitting to? That is just the issue here. There's nothing wrong. The Bible did not stutter when he said, submit women. Submit to your husband. I don't really think there's anything wrong there. Before time and time now, time later, forever to come, the Bible, the world does not change. If you check it, it's in alignment with what we're living in today. So I know that God is still here. And he knew what he was doing when he, 
you know, when this world and everything was created. So anybody that's coming to say, oh, I, I will not do this. There's your perspective. Discuss with your partner. Ah, this is what, ah, this, you know, I don't really know. You know, understanding, again, you discuss with the person. The person, if the person is understanding, you people know how to work it out. But not, it, it is more of a sacrifice. You know, that's how I see it. You have to sacrifice. That's sacrifice for your partner. Just some things you would be inconvenient doing some things. Let me not lie, but you just have to do it. Just as your partner will do the same for you. It is, it is, yeah. it is more of giving than receiving. If people can have that mindset that it is more of giving, that is the idea. You are giving. God gives without checking checking anything that you have done before i mean your sins are forgotten ask for forgiveness today he does not remember the things you have done so why can't you do something for somebody even without expecting like you know it's god that rewards not human beings so if you feel like oh the person that you submitted to is doing this is doing bad to you i would not lie it's your fault you chose that person if we're being honest, you chose that person to submit. And if you're saying, oh, he was not like this before, there are some signs that some people see, but they are so ignorant about it. And mm -hmm. those little things, yeah, that you think they are nothing. To God who made me, those are the things that cause problems in that marriage. Mm -hmm. Some people... Martina, can I ask you a question? ...receptive or pretend to some things, but I'm really being honest. I can I ask you a question? Yes. What if your partner, maybe is the right person for you, but it makes some certain kind of submission hard for you. How do you, okay, for example, now, your partner tells you, okay, you know what, I don't want it to work. And imagine, maybe, for example, you've, you, of course, you went to school, you know how much you paid, like, you paid one million mm -hmm. per section or per semester. Mm-hmm. Every, and it's not to sit down at home. Or you studied medicine. Seven yeah. years in school, you went all this, you know, all this kind of, you know how, you started not telling you to come and sit down. I mean, that's not going to be something that, oh, okay, you know Maybe right now, um, mm -hmm. I want us to have like seven kids. I just maybe just want like two kids, you know. Mm -hmm. And you want to submit. Sometimes submission mm -hmm. doesn't like if only if your partner is not making submission easy for you. What do you do then? Okay, let me just I'll just address like speak about this, but like let me just explain this. For the instance of number one, my partner telling me not to walk, not to walk. Number one, like I said, I'll come marry somebody like that. It starts from the beginning, what I would take, even while I'm in a relationship with you. Your mindset is another thing. I cannot even date somebody like that because I do not, for one, believe in that. And I know that my best interest is what God has at uh, um, like in his hands. It's not for you, yeah. Yeah, so I would not want something like that. I may not know exactly what I need in my life. To be honest, people, oh, I want this in my marriage. I want this. I've realized that, to be honest, I don't even know what I really want. But I know what I would not want. That is for sure. I may not even know what I want because his plans for, our, his plans for us are of good and not of evil. So I'm fine with that to be honest. And his plans for me is definitely to prosper. So I don't really bother myself. But some things I will not want, I'm very sure of it. So those kinds of things, 
do not even they do not even come close to me because I know that I will not even take it. I cannot be okay. somebody that would from the onset. I don't even have the so when we're talking or when we're getting to know each other, you have that kind of mindset. Is a no no for me. Okay, what about scenario but, two? What, about what, the one thing is sorry to say. One thing is one thing is. This is is a different. There's so many ways to look at it. The one thing is, if it's instructed mm, from the Holy Spirit, I would follow. But again, I'll point out that my desire, God knows my heart, so I do not really think He would give something that I would not like. To be honest, mm -hmm. He's not a partial god he's not a god that lies he doesn't sorry he's a partial he does he's not a god that lies he cannot say something in his word and do something different his word yeah. follows true in our lives so i know what i'm saying my desire and what he has promised me so there are some things that will come yourself you will know that ah this person is a no-no for me for instance Okay. So okay, okay. What about the, what about scenario I think, two? I think uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah, you get to scenario. What what about what scenario, scenario two. two about yeah. children and all that? Okay, we want two. Okay, if he seven. says okay, if he says he wants seven and I want two, yeah. Well, then this is where probably are we married or before marriage? We are married now. You know, men change their mind like since you're like ah, oh, I want, I just want to have that kid. You know, just um, not like alonger dear. <laughs> we discuss this before we get married. Okay. Okay. I would. I don't know about any other person, but, but I know, would discuss it with my it partner. Change now. Okay, change. even if people change and inside the marriage he decides that he wants more children as opposed to what we initially planned. Yeah. Yeah. I think we would probably if um really adamant to this situation i think this is where we have mentors this is where we have counselors come in <laughs> and make me understand it must be a valid reason if i'm being honest i won't mm -hmm. mind to it if it's for the purpose of the betterment of the family i won't really mind to it but if he's trying to opt out from what we already agreed from before we got married that is where the issue is and we need higher bodies to come and step in for us. Okay. I mean, this is the case of people. This is why it's good to have people who are higher than you are, who have better understanding, who have been through things like this that can, that can give you a better insight as to why this is happening or why this person wants this. Because, I mean, reverse may be the case and I may want something that I may opt out from, like, as opposed to what we planned from, like, before we got married and all those things. So, yeah, that's, that's what I, I feel. I, I think I think to just summarize everything that you know Martina has said, I think um adding to what we talked about earlier when we said humility and trust and mm -hmm. um, understanding and understanding, I think another thing is you know communication. I do not think mm -hmm. there is any husband or wife that is mature that will just impose that something should be done in the house without actually having a conversation exactly so. Yeah. Even if the man is saying to that, oh, he wants to have more children, okay. you have to you have to really talk about it. You cannot just say, um, okay, we're going to have that child, just like exactly. that. So, exactly. So, I think uh, a good com like, uh, communication is meant to be very, very important. Mm -hmm. 
in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Another complication, but now now going back to what we said earlier, understanding and trust mm-hmm. too. Because if there is no trust, the woman will not even sleep on the same bed with you. Talk less of even like look at you having sex with you to even eventually get pregnant to have another mm-hmm. child. So I think communication is is, is is huge when it comes to any kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. I actually understand I actually understand what Martina has said. And another thing that she also pointed out was having some kind of conversations before marriage, which is also very, very important to understand very. the kind of mentality that people have. Because yes. always always are some things that you cannot know. You cannot know whether a man um would want to have how many children. You cannot know all these things. You, mm-hmm. The only thing I know is through what he's saying and through the way he analyzes particular situations. Mm-hmm. I can only know that when you ask him some particular questions before, probably before you can even start dating himself. Not even before dating. Before you can start dating himself. And to know, you know, the things that you can take and things that you cannot take if eventually that relationship goes into marriage. And you know so, another about submission, and, you know some in-laws, yeah. when they see that the wife is submissive, that's when they not take, you know, they take gentility for stupidity. That's when they not start Bringing things that you cannot even take. That's another thing. <laughs> like, really no, 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 Let me, let me. Uh, uh, That's a different about. topic. Oh, along no, don't chill, go there, chill. please. No, but you, but you, along they don't, they don't know what they to say earlier, which I just remembered now. Because this thing he said, one thing that people don't understand about relationship is that whenever two people get married, even if your in-laws are saying anything. I think it's still the choice of the groom or the choice of the bride to decide, or just of both of them to decide if they want to be following what the person outside is saying. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's the two people that are married. What I mean by That's this it. is that if a man marries a woman and ma- probably his mother, now he's got married to her, key note, I'll be key point, he has gotten married to her, meaning that she's already living in the same house with him. If the mother says tomorrow that, ah, see, I don't like the way your wife is dressed, you know. You're not, li- you're not living under your mother's roof. You're living in your own house. All you mm-hmm. do is, okay, you have heard what she said. You move and continue living your life. Because you, to, to be honest with you, I don't think there's any couple that got married that maybe their parents did not have an issue with something. I don't think yeah. there's anyone. They'll surely have one issue with something. Either is, I don't like the way she cooks this food, or I don't like the way he does this thing, or I don't like the way... Mm-hmm. Something shall be wrong, because it is normal. Human beings will not obviously accept everything about someone else. There's only something that they don't decide, they don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But the issue now is, are you the kind of person that will allow the opinions of people outside your relationship to now de- do, to now uh, um, affect your you know, relationship, affect, marriage? You know, affect the relationship or marriage. That is mm-hmm. where maturity also comes in. But at the same time, mm-hmm. communication too is still very key there because if someone says, "Oh, uh, if someone brings up an issue that oh your wife is like this." Or your wife is like this. It's not left for you that is living in the same house with her or with him to have a conversation about that particular thing. First of all, you look at it and see whether the thing that they actually talked about is true. Then if it's something that needs to be changed, they can have a conversation about it, but you cannot force your wife or force your husband to mm-hmm. live a certain way someone outside wants he or she to live. So that's what me I just think. But yeah, definitely what Martina said is true. Like a very huge is a very huge conversation for another day because that one. It's a very big problem. In laws are in laws are, are crazy. In different conversation, no, that's just a different. Don't even go there. Mm. Yeah, in laws have their <laughs> issues, and I'll be hearing this gist of when they say they say that a man, when a man is marrying a woman, that he's not just marrying the woman, he's marrying the woman and all her family. family yes. Now, <laughs> the big problem. Yeah, that was another topic. That so, was my life. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sha, 
let's go to the next topic because we're on the topic of relationships now. So let's talk about um sex in relationships. So okay. I asked a question last time we were talking about this, mm-hmm. and we know that from a Christian perspective, sex is something that is only allowed for married couples or people that are married between a man and a woman. Okay. Then I asked the question that whenever two people start dating, mm-hmm. we, there's always this, um, like how, how I explained it was that these are two individuals that are just friends. And when they're friends, it's being said that, okay, when they're friends, they do not do anything physical, including sex. That's what we as normal people think. Then I now ask the question that, okay, let's remove sex aside. Let us say, okay, these are two people that believe that sex will only be done in marriage. Okay, let's remove that aside. And ask the question that, what about the other physical attractions like kissing, like holding hands, like cuddling, like doing other things? Are all these things accepted? That's one. Two is that if they're not accepted... So what exactly is the difference between a male and a female that are friends or <laughs> that, are, that are friends and a male and a female that, are, that, that they will say that, that are under the umbrella of that word dating? So what exactly is the difference between the two sides? Because we know that in the olden days, our parents, they just meet their wives, they will be friends and they will just come behind the marriage. But when the time where dating came into play, and I was asking questions, if People are saying they don't believe in all these kids and all these things, and they don't believe in having sex on marriage. I looked at it and was like, okay, so what exactly that differentiates someone that is just friends with a girl and someone that's actually dating a girl? What is the difference? Um, anyone can jump in. Asina, please go first. <laughs> yeah, Alonga, you go first. You don't Alonga, you go first. I'm <laughs> going first, all Oh, Alonga, you ladies go first. first. Now I'm a feminist, like I said, ladies. No, no I'm, I'm listening to you. Uh, oh my god okay uh, oh. okay <laughs> <laughs> you know, is it is it my own uh, perspective with that oh, sex relationship is a little bit different because in that part eh, i'm sorry i'm not a christian in that part i have to just christianity <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you know, by just, I, I, what do you mean by you're not a christian my, in that part yes elaborate i suppose my priest right now we're talking about it it's not easy like this um uh, human body even if um you're not even in a relationship the human body the male body is um uh what do you call it just everything psychologically everything meant to have sex even even dogs they are meant to meet for example martina you're a dog lover you have dogs if you if you have a dog for like maybe a year two years it doesn't meet you can see how aggressive it becomes and if you know abraham maslow's um, theory of uh hierarchy of needs Sex is one of them. It wired to your body. So I feel like you doing this is like you fighting your old genesis of Hold on, being. hold on. First of all, let's go back to the hierarchy of needs. When you say hierarchy of needs, at what level is sex? <laughs> I can't remember, but it's not, it's not one of them. It's like 10. <laughs> okay. It's not, it's not like, I think that's one of social needs. That's like a fourth. Yeah, it's a fourth or so. Yeah. Okay. But it's still part of your needs. It's still part of your needs. I mean, whether it's number yeah. one or it's number two, or it's the last, it's still part of your needs. Okay. So, I mean, the thing you don't want is like you fighting your whole human existence and like, it's like you fasting your whole life. You're like, okay, just like you like saying, okay, I'm not going to eat for the... my whole existence until I get married. Ah, well, that's another thing. So, 
I think it's just people struggle with that thing. But I just feel like you should just be committed. For example, if you know that this is a person, you're not like you don't pop open from one person to person to another person. Just pick this person you want. Show it. And that's how it is with guys. Because when you see a girl, you know, okay, can I marry this girl? You know already. As we, as we guys, we already know that, okay, this one, I'm not going to marry her. This one, this one, I can't only be this one. You already know. So, if you already know, then I don't think you should give your body or you should give yourself that. You shouldn't have intercourse with that person. No. Just see the person you want. Then you cannot have it. And it's not like, it's not, like, it's not an everyday thing because it's not food now. Of course, maybe once a month, just then like that, like that, like that. But say you are not having sex before marriage or yeah, doing that or more, it's not easy, bro. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy now. I understand. That's my role, though. I understand. Okay. Martina, what do you have to say? Well, um... <laughs> <laughs> First of all, First Corinthians 6, 18 to 20. I'm going to read it for you. Okay. Also note that to commit adultery is to sin not only against God, but against oneself. Okay. Flee from sexual immorality. Hmm. Every other person, every other sin a person commits out, is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Hmm. Okay. Let me just stop there first before I continue. I'll just say this, that everything we do in Christianity Mm -hmm. is for the body of Christ. Yeah. You do not get to pick the one that is suitable for you. Okay. Because when Christ died on the cross, he went through pain. He went through a lot of brutalities. You all know the story already. So everything we do as we claim as Christians is to honor the body of Christ. We are made of three things. Our spirit, soul, and body. How are you honoring God with your body? That is one question you should be thinking about. So you that said this is your opinion, I hope you are getting getting your mindset so that's one side <laughs> the thing is um i had this idea i think that was like i don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago i don't know who i was speaking with i don't know if it was my mom i think i was saying something that you know to an extent how many people can you actually sleep with or have sex with like outside marriage that would satisfy you if you think about it, how many people, before you say, ah, this person, ah, we are sexually compatible. Uh, okay. Okay. How many people do you want to test outside before you get married? Because some people do say this thing that I have to make sure I'm sexually compatible with my partner. Are you listening? Are you guys listening? Are you guys yeah, hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's like, not chatting as compatibility in sex. I'm just letting you know what people say. Because there okay, is yeah. compta- compatibility to a lot of people. That's the funny <laughs> thing. It's for it's people that are the unbelievers that are saying or the, I don't know, the part of the words that they are doing, I really do not know. But <laughs> let me just finish what I'm saying. How many people, if you think about it, how many people can you actually sleep with before you get that satisfaction? You know, I do not believe in 
you know, therefore, how do they say, therefore, there should not be any condemnation in sin, or there's a way they say that statement, sure. but okay. I do not believe in, you know, um, intentionally sinning when you know it goes against God's word. Okay. You know, there's one thing about having conscience. There are some things that you do, you say if you know is not right. The Bible was not making... I keep saying this Bible is very sweet though. If you guys read some scriptures in this Bible, you see that God is... Yeah, okay. it's very much up to date. I don't just want to be bringing scriptures down for you people, but very much up to date. You know, the thing is, the Bible said, flee away from sexual immorality. Okay. I do not know why doing i'm not even saying you like i'm just saying generally i don't know why you'll be doing one part and you think ah okay i'm favoring god in this part i'm honoring let me finish okay let her finish i don't know why you would be doing this part and mm -hmm. the other part you're like oh oh i get that you're struggling i mean we are all struggling and it is not god does not call the how do they say the capable are be the able, the perfect people? He calls yeah. the imperfect people and makes them perfect. He does not okay. he does not bring the people that already made or the already, yeah. you know, you shall get. I feel like if truly you respect God, you will flee true, true from anything that defaces or you know. That doesn't speak well of his name you truly will i speak of respect because when people say oh fear of god is the beginning of wisdom people say mm -hmm. that you know is there fear of god ah i want a god-fearing woman i want a god-fearing man yeah. at what point do you want that god-fearing person when you are not even fearing or even respecting the god yeah. if you think about it like the smallest things you cannot even respect god this small this small thing is from small things god will entrust you to do bigger things it's from small things of obeying obedience is just is just the best from obeying for one thing i don't know if i mentioned but if for one thing i understand now is when you truly obey the word of god you see results that you cannot even explain. This okay. year alone, I can speak boldly on something of obedience. Okay. Obeying the word of God is not even a lie. We've heard this before, but there's a difference between hearing and practicing. Okay. Being a doer of the word, there's a reward attached to it. It is not a lie. It is really not a lie, to be honest. Forget people that are doing. I keep saying something. Everybody may. I cannot. I just cannot. It's not about beating my chest. The reward is not for the world. It is not a conference call. It is for me and my God. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I'm not here to judge. To be honest, I'm not. But you should begin to rethink of some things. Sleeping with 30 people, having how many body counts till you eventually get married. Do you believe that you will be satisfied when you get married? Because people don't find plenty things outside. 
see this one. Ah, okay. I don't see this one finish. Ma, go find another one outside the game. <laughs> no, let's talk about it. But no, but that serious. was I'm talking about numerous. But I'm talking about just because. Sorry. Yeah, I'm. You're talking about numerous people. I'm talking about just picking one person. You cannot start having. Oh my, just my it own. Is but, 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 is it possible that to have only you, one person to have just uh, how many people have you seen that will tell you that? thank you oh, I this is what i'm analyzing down. to you and i've been with this person since the very first day i okay the very first day he, he or she married, said, okay, for example people that are married that get divorced um, that get divorced their husband dies and they have been married at the end of the day still not one person now you're still sleeping if like married no, 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 no. You see, you see, no, you, wait, you're, wait, you're not, wait. Alonga, be going slowly. Let me be correcting you. Start again. Let me be correcting <laughs> you on the part of people that get married, that get divorced, people that get married, people that their partners die, you know, and yeah. they remarry. There are only two reasons why you should get a divorce in the Bible. Infidelity okay. is number one. Okay. Infidelity. This, these are the issues. People who don't even think of of you know having the man how can you keep yourself you can't uh-huh. how can you not keep yourself when you are single what makes you think that when you marry you can still keep yourself what is that assurance marriage does not change you it doesn't this is what people it's don't get oh when i get married i will do this if it day easy can i one. something for example, now Listening you just brought the point that I like. You just brought the point that I like. Um, for example, now if a wife cheats on her husband, or a, uh, the husband cheats on the wife, whatever, whichever case it is, mm-hmm. yeah. Like mm-hmm. Bible says, you can divorce. That's them. Um, that's why it gives you the permission. But when I, mm-hmm. in the normal human world right now that we are, or the Christianity we are, in, they will tell you, um, forgive now. Who is not behind this thing? Actually, mm-hmm. we can actually uh, forget what the Bible says that you can. But we want us to repair. So why are you not saying? No, but okay, but, but, but wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Alonge, Alonge. Sorry, wait. Um, Chris, please wait. Let me answer him. Um, if that is a case in the marriage, the Bible yeah. said love covers a multitude of sin. Okay. That is one, and okay. it says if two people shall agree, uh-huh. if they agreed to be uh-huh. in that marriage. Still, mm-hmm. who are you to question them? If love covers a multitude of sin, when, when two people are in love and have sex, why does it not cover that same part of this? If let's be honest, and when two are, people are in, wait, wait, when two people <laughs> are in love, the are they married? Are they you married? Know, you know, matter. You know, matter. What, what, what constitutes My dear, don't actually. take the part that suits you. No, you don't do that. But that's you what you're actually doing. Now. You're taking the part that suits you guys. No, 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 no. That's Alonga. That's the thing that you're not understanding. You're not I'll understanding. Guys, no, too. Alonga, let me explain something okay. to you now. The person that even talks about that divorce, right? If you go and look at it, it as I, after I've been saying that you can divorce because of infidelity, it's too brought up forgiveness in the next verse. After okay. that, it's too brought up forgiveness. It's still that same Bible. Now, if you want to divorce your wife <coughs> and things like that, yeah, you can divorce her if she um, cheats on you or she can divorce you if you cheat on her. But Paul was still saying, Paul in the Bible in that particular passage was still saying that but you could always forgive, right, and pray for him or her. But it's not saying that if you, if you do not forgive, you are committing sin. Mm-mm. 
the sin had already been committed, which is the adultery there. Mm-hmm. The consequence is the divorce. But there's a way that you guys could still go on. Why? Because the devil is still very real and the devil is still someone that is an orchestrator of discord in homes and he can always use mm-hmm. infidelity as one of the means. Do you get? So, and it's the same devil that can always premarital sex as a discord or whatever. <laughs> Uh, in marriage, I don't understand how. Not, not in marriage. In, um, no, no, no. See, see, see. see uh, let me just go there along. The thing is this. When it comes to uh, premarital um, sex, the truth of the matter is that one is that it is almost or it is actually... Because you know that in the only place where you see sex before marriage being wrong is only in the Bible. Okay. Or in Christianity as a belief. I don't think I don't think any other religion that looks at sex before marriage as a an illegal thing. Even generally, the world sex before marriage only as an illegal thing. So that's the reason, that's the reason why there's always a lot of conversations around it. But at the same time, there are also a lot of people that do not believe in Christianity, and they just, they just look at sex as a normal thing that also happens between humans. Now, okay. when we talk about other things like maybe rape. Rape is something that is seen generally as a wrong thing, whether it's you're a Christian or not. You get so yeah. that way you never see conversations about rape being good because it is generally a wrong thing. Yeah. So the reason why there's a lot of people having sex before marriage today is because to to a very great length, it is seen as something that is not wrong. Instead, it's seen as a normal human interaction. But it's obviously a reason behind um, um, God saying that we shouldn't have sex before marriage because of the spiritual side of sex. Now, yeah. to start going deeper, in the olden days or in that time, church, in the Bible, marriage was never joined by ring or church yeah. or the Bible. How marriage was done was this man was married to this woman. Cool. They take him into the room, into the room and the guy will have sex with her and the blood will spilled on the on the bed sheet and that is the proof wait is, is that, that one in the bible away that is that is it in the bible that is how marriage where that's how marriages have been done it was never you can do ceremony ceremony is you celebrating what has already been done but the ceremony was not the main thing the main thing is you have actually having sex with that lady yeah, that's why. That's why. That's that's, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, right. that's the reason, that's the reason why. That's the reason why infidelity is a very big deal. And virginity too was virginity too was a very big deal, very very big deal, because that is that is like the only way that you can see blood come out from a lady is if she's a virgin. Do you understand? That's the only way blood could be spilled, and you cannot you cannot be uh, you can now seal that okay you guys are married. So that's the reason why it was. A very big deal to not have sex before marriage because of one is that that was like a symbol of uh of marriage at that time. Two is the core of the spiritual side of Consumation, it because yes. and two is the core of the spiritual side of it because when you accept anybody, you eventually like you know how do I put it? You guys join just like that. That was actually actually the main reason behind them saying that okay when you get married like when you get married you guys become one because the moment you could have sex you part joined. 
that what happens there. That's also the reason why. Yeah. They, like the reason, the reason behind God saying that we should have sex is not because he's just saying it. There's obviously a reason, deeper reason behind. Because it. you are, you are, you are a spirit being. Exactly. You are, and you are made of spirit, soul, and body. Preaching. Your spirit is 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 the one that is. Your body is just the host, but your spirit is what God sees. Okay. Your body is just the host anchoring you here on earth. But yes. your spirit is that thing. This is the reason why, oh, don't do this. This is why they are so ties. Because it's truly a thing. It's not even a lie. It's yeah. not. Yeah. This but, is but why I'm... they are so ties. Yeah. But what I wanted to ask was, you, talked about, you said flee from sexual immorality, which yes. is... A, a like a very very popular passage of the bible we all talk about it but now the question that i'm very sure a lot of people that are listening that will have or that they have which is still which is kind of a different way of asking what i asked earlier is now when we talk about sexual immorality what exactly like what we ask is that is sexual immorality just about having penetrative sex with somebody or does it now contain kissing the person and other um, four plays that go on before actual before the actual sex, which is actually actually which is actually a very very this is the question that a lot of people always have because people are like okay I'm not having sex before marriage but like okay I'm dating this guy what can happen between me and this guy what kind of physical connection can happen between me and this guy which is the question I'm actually really asking now because the only way we can understand what sexual morality is that we cannot know what we're fleeing from. Hmm. Well, I think like <laughs> in my in my own understanding, I would say things like flirting with the person mm-hmm. is also one thing can lead to one thing. That is how I, I see it. That is how I understand it in my own understanding. Though I have seen, you know, I have watched videos, you know, I've not really gotten that thing that ah, okay, this thing here stands out for me as a point for. I know flirting, in most things I have read, I think flirting is one thing that, yes, it's, it's something, I don't know how to really explain it to you now, but um, a lot of things can legit lead to to that. A, a whole lot of things. I, don't, I really don't know how to explain it, but I feel, I feel when you go and actually make your research, maybe you would find you should come and let me know too. <laughs> but 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 let me not let me not ask you you yourself a question, right? Who so, me? Yeah, you yourself. Yeah. Um, um okay, definitely you surely don't believe in having sex before marriage. So now let me now say Okay, okay, maybe things like um pornography, all right, things like lust. You know, uh-huh. and one thing about sexual activities is that it starts from the mind. Yeah. Let me just say that. It does start from the mind. The things you see, the things you watch, you I, you idolize them in your mind unconsciously. You know, yeah. I want to try it. I want to you see how it, it. So I want to see how it goes. These things are sexual immoral. Abi, yeah, they are sexual immoralities. The lost, the um, pornography, you know, it starts from, ah, I want to see how this, ah, if I have a girl, let me, let me try all these things on her. Let me look for, 
Oh, from the mind alone. From this, our mind. That's why I say, I used to tell people that, see, once the devil can get to your mind, he has gotten <laughs> to every part of your body. Yeah. I say this, if he attacks your mind, because your mind is where everything, you process everything. It is, it's, I don't even know how to explain it to you, but I'm sure you know, you know your mind, you know your mind. Like your mind is so important. You cannot afford to derail from some certain things because if you leave your mind just like that, you wander to a lot of things, a lot of bad things. You have this mind of, ah, somebody did me bad. When you just start thinking about it, you know, um, what the, um, how do you, um, I don't even know what to use right now, but like when you start thinking of it, you want to add ah, this person, I have to pay the person back. I want to revenge to this, I want to revenge on this person. Your mind, when you begin to deep think about some things, you would, you are just gone. You are lost. You are, I don't even know. You may be recoverable, but some people, that is why some people have deep mind. They are, it's like their mind is at the back because of the things they think. Because of, as you think, that is what you would do. You are thinking in your mind that, oh, sexual this, I want to try this. Before you know it, you are doing those things, whether sex or any other thing. Legit. You are doing those things unconsciously. That's yeah. the funny thing. Pornography. Ah, you watched a movie, something like that. You're watching the movie now. You try, ah, let me watch it though. It's nothing. I watch it once, one week. Before you know the next two, two times from two how does you say now from clap dance they start no <laughs> i'm talking about i'm he asked me and i'm trying to answer and if i'm wrong correct me but i know what i'm saying from the mind bets so many other things you know bets the loss bets the pornography flirting you know so many things you know you begin to dress some type of way so that people find you attractive. You will lead your customers to you. So many, there are so many things. I can't even think of them, but I know that I'm not far from, you know, the truth. You to judge okay. your mind. I... You are listening. Judge your mind right now. <laughs> All of you, judge your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I actually understand what you're saying. That everything, actually, what you said is very true. Everything starts from the mind. Of course. And once the mind is polluted, then automatically the whole body will be polluted. It wears down the body, legit. Yeah, the whole body will be polluted. Because if you are stressed, for instance, your mind, you cannot think, you are tired, you are this, your body is facing it. Your body is, yeah. your body is facing it. So what more things like this? You get, that is why I was explaining, like, how many people can you? Your body is facing it. You do not even know so times with people here and there i'm not one to judge you but judge yourself i don't know one part in the bible that speaks of you judging yourself even before god before god will judge you yeah, yeah, yeah. the holy spirit gives us the spirit of conviction that's what you have all these to things all these things it is a thing forget people that are talking we are spirit beings whether you like it or you don't like it people will talk now God's word will never change. It is the yeah. truth. Okay, so let, let me I, I along there is a thing. I will tell let, you the truth. Let, let me not, I, I agree with you, but let me now ask you a question. Uh, 
now we're talking about sex, sex in the relationships and the question I want to ask now is for you aside aside praying which is a very very valid way of trying to have on praying and reading your Bible which is, which is one of or part of the ways or valid ways of trying to you know keep yourself basically before marriage yeah. what are some other practical things that you do including if you know you're in a relationship because obviously some people that will be listening to this are already in a relationship with somebody probably they don't have sex already with person or maybe they have and they will want to now start following that rule of not having sex before marriage what are some practical things that you do can i answer that question you alaga you answer the question oh yeah let him answer now the floor is open uh, to all <laughs> i feel like yeah. um, there are things you can use to um um distract things for example now if someone is pinching you they are, or you are receiving when were you, when were in secondary school when do, when is so like you know to like take away the pain when you think of something else you understand so i feel that a lot of things you can like there are elderly things you can do that would like for example reading novels all those things when it come when the thoughts because definitely that thought will come into your mind it's temptational when the devil knows that okay you're trying that's when the temptation will now come i mean you might not even be having sex on the Monday, but the day you decide okay you know what i'm not going to actually have sex to like get married oh my god it's from that moment that's when the devil will start coming to you. I'm like, you know, you just start seeing this girl, this guy, and it's going to look attractive. There are a lot of things mm-hmm. you can do. Like, you know, watching podcasts, listening to people, like having mentors that, okay, I people that are on your journey. Okay, you know, okay. like, um, I know people that have suffered through um, this um, addiction, um, what I call, it, I call it addiction. There are a lot of um, therapists that they do, or people that have cancer. If you have cancer, there are a lot of, Okay. You follow people that, like they said, follow people with no road. So you follow people that um, are on this journey with you, and you know you start following them. I know what things. There's this thing I used to, for example, when I need to clear my mind or when I need to sleep because I have um, this problem with um, sleeping. I forgot the medical term. So there's this um, AS, this sleep ap- uh, apnea. Yes. Is it insomnia or something? I don't even want to know the terms. So if I used to know it before, was well, this um. ASMR is called autonomous sensory meridian response. For example, when you watch um how people cook, for example, like if you're like a foodie, and when you watch all these scrumptious meals on Instagram, like all these pages where you see the yeah. person, you know, all these cakes, you know, um chocolates, how they make it or how the person is chewing it. You know, this, this kind of thing, you just what you just for, for some people like when people bust pimples, I don't know how that thing is well, but for me, that is or cracking your neck, you know, relaxing your neck, or massage when I watch people, it's not my body, but Oh my god, that thing is relaxing to me. So my, my body will just, you know, there's what I call this thing, dopamine. This um reward hormone that it will just release it. And that's the same thing with sex. When you have sex, it, it rewards you with it, dopamine. That's why you you want to have it repetitive and you want to have it again. Because your body is already full with sex is full with um, dopamine. So when you have sex, you it will release it and you want next time your your brain will start for it. And we want it to so does it mean that what you're trying to say now is like instead of now going to sex to get that dopamine, you don't have to look for other things that you, you can have to do. look for other things that release that same dopamine. You understand? All right. And it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same amount. Too, don't get me wrong. It's not the same amount. Too. For example, sex will release like maybe I don't know. I don't know how it comes, but maybe like one thousand. And uh, what call it? This um, all these ASMR videos will release maybe like, but it will still it will still help you. For example, you will be relaxed. Before you know, you just sleep off. 
It happens now that I used to sleep almost every night. I go to your Snapchat. <laughs> I have subscription on about every other day. You know, on IG, you just keep watching and you just, you know, you, you'll be relaxed. Trust me. Before you know, you just be relaxed. It's like, it'll be, you'll find your happy place. And that's the only way you can take your mind off all these things. That's from you. I don't know if any other person. What about you, Martina? Um, I would say that, number one, why are you keeping yourself? Of what importance is it to you as a person? Your, your reason must be so solid that nobody can dwindle your, your, you know, what you have said. Anybody that is trying to come against that should get out. You must be so firm with your boundaries. That's one thing. And another thing is, is to, I think, oh, I feel like you should, yeah, prayer. To be honest, prayer. How much? Okay, I'll say this. I was watching one video and I was just really thinking about it like, how much do you respect God? I'm talking to Christians now as, a, as you know, just basically. How much do you respect God? Because for me as a person, I respect God so much that anything that goes away, anything that tries to derail me from what he said in his word, I'm not, I'm not in for it. It is, it is that deep. It is very deep. There are some things that you know that are ah, your parents, you can't do. Ahem, that, those things you know that you can't do. It should be as important, you know, for, 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 you know, for, for instance, I feel like prayer, choosing wise friends, to be honest, you want to have a certain life. You do not want to live a certain way. Your friends legit determine all these things. You cannot be keeping friends who do those things. You are influential. Or you are the kind of person that can easily be influenced by people. You should choose wisely your friends. I'm not saying you should not talk to people that is to do it though. I mean, we're not here to judge everybody. But wisdom is really, really... Must be yes. Martina, can I ask you what you can do? Follow the right people. Martina, can I ask you I'm just telling you the truth. Virtu can I ask you what you are important. Your friends are important. And... Like I said, the devil attacks the mind. Yeah. And devil brings those things in our mind there is what he will bring for you on a platter of gold. When he gives you one, he takes 10 from you. You find yourself, you are trying your best to get back. You are healing. You are healing. Something you could have avoided. You will heal for one year from one small in incident. Does it make sense? That thing you have in your mind, eh? That thing you have in your mind, devil too is preparing his own to come and bring for you it's not left for you to say devil get thee behind me i know that is how king james version put it get Martin, behind I, can i ask a question though yeah all right so um all you're saying is all good but you know sometimes that like like you just said is where you're now concentrating that's when the devil comes and you, yeah. you know, you're forgetting something about it. there are external factors to these things it's not just like it's not just about your mind external factors for example sometimes your inhibitions are lowered how do you how do your inhibitions get lowered for example you have a call you might you might not you might not like as you take consumption but even if you see a simple glass of um, wine just one cup which is not even a sim 
it's normal. Just say, can actually lower your inhibitions. That's one aspect. Two, food. Sometimes when you just sometimes when you read all these things, and you're like, okay, what um, increases your libido? Some people that even have a normal high libido. You know, some people are born with different kind of libidos. You understand? So, for example, you that even have a normal high libido, you're not gonna take certain foods that you know. Some certain foods actually increase the libido. For example, like you have plantain, you have bolly. Okay, bolly the same thing. You have a um, banana or any banana or all this. I don't know the, for the classification. It increases it. Uh, what are yeah, even supplements. Yeah, a lot of things increase your libido. So you yeah. that you're not fighting, and you're not you're fighting. You're fighting the devil because things that is and food that you're eating. It's part of your survival and food that you're eating. It's not increasing your libido. How do you want to survive? So these are the things we're talking about. These are the practical. No, like, but see, let, okay. let me now let me now come in, right? I know you talked about um I know you said something in Alonga, you said something about you know you redirecting the energy to something that is not sex to get the reward that you get when you have sex, which is the dopamine and instead of you having sex to get that dopamine, you end up um going to get something that will give you that same um level of dopamine. Then Martina talked about the mind. She was really focused on the mind and also the reason behind yeah. you wanting to actually stay celibate, which is actually very important because if the reason is strong, definitely it would yeah. it will act like an as it will act as an encouragement for you in times where you are really struggling. Yeah. So where I want to come in now is also because of what Alonge just said. Now, Alonge, now I tried to explain last time that when it comes to these things, my son talked about the first side, which is the mind. Now, for the mind, he's talking about, um, um, you know, what you see, what you yes. listen to, the people mm-hmm. that you hang around with. We still goes back to what you hear. Yes, what you hear, mm-hmm. because when, when I'm talking about the people that you hang around with is you know, what they're talking about and what they're just about or what they're doing and what they're looking at. So it goes back to what you see, what you hear, the music you listen to, the movies you watch, yeah. the people that you follow online, the books. Your friends. Your friends, well. all those things are part of it. Then the second thing I want to bring in now to just talk about this now longer said is yeah. the systems that you put in place for yourself. Now, mm-hmm. I fully believe so much in systems and routines and you talked about someone that, you know, when the person drinks, the person have is basically having this high, you know, um, uh, high sex job and all the kind of things. The truth of the matter is that whether I like it or not, there are people that have this kind of issue they're talking about, but they're still very, very celibate. Period. Period. They're still very, very celibate. There are people that are, they might probably be drunk at zero. But they are still very, very celibate. The issue now is that now not not, not the issue, but the thing is that how did they become celibates? It's probably because they've looked at their lives, looked at the way things are with them, and put some kind of systems in place for themselves. This is the reason why you might see some particular guys say things like, "Oh, they don't go to some certain places, or they go okay. to places, but they don't, or they don't stay, here, or, they, or or they don't stay in these particular places at a particular time, or maybe that, or maybe." Maybe some people will be like, oh, they don't they don't allow females to come to the house, or they don't go to a female's place alone. Or a, a female will be like, oh, you don't go to a guy's place alone, or they don't even see in the house at all, or they only meet in public places. These are all things that these are all different kinds of systems. So what I think is that when you look at your own life and look at your systems and look at the things that you do and look at what leads you to having 
you know, these kind of issues. Like, for example, if you're saying that, okay, you have a high sex drive, okay, what can you do? Because you that there is no one rule on how to avoid sex. Yeah. Because the rule that works for someone else might not work for you. So You know yourself. You, is that for you to know the kind of person you are and put systems in place to hold you from uh, from not falling? And to be honest with you, uh, discipline is a very huge thing when it comes to this because because it's sex is something that a man or not let me say a man, I mean human beings. It's a need, like you said. So it's not something that you can just throw on the side. No, you can't. Something that will always come up. Literally, I I I I hear girls that talk about a particular period uh, in their body. I don't know what is called again, where they will literally be very honey. This is something that they deal with literally every month. Where there's ovulation. Very, yeah, ovulation. Where they are very very honey, but there's still a lot mm-hmm. of them that don't have sex during those periods. Yep. They've put systems in place <laughs> to protect them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Girls, all even all girls go through that kind of thing, but not all of them have sex during those periods. They figure out what they can do. I think that would be a a a a, a podcast episode to for different girls, especially to come and tell us how they deal with that ovulation period, because actually a very big deal, because something that happens every month, like literally every month, they have been tempted face to face to actually you know have sex so that they can satisfy that particular craving they get during those periods. So, I think one is, I think everything even goes back to system because your system still goes back to, you know, what what do you listen to? What do you watch? What do you hear? What kind of routine do you have? Where do you go to? What kind of habits do you have? So, everything goes back to your systems and your routine and the kind of structure that you put in place for yourself. So, I think that is basically the only thing I can say to just are to you know how to eventually you know deal with not having sex for marriage well, now also if, okay well i just want to say something though but um i would advise again i would say that how important is it to you because let me say something my normal may not be your own normal and this is what you know chris was explaining that what works for this person will not work for the other person. And it's the truth. How, how, how important. If it's not, see, if something is not important to you, anybody can really come and sway you off that thing and convince you. And, you know, you just move along and move on. It won't be, be it won't be a big deal, you know. Somebody like the kind of person I am now, in my mind, to be honest, I will not say that ah, I can yeah, I can be attracted to you, but I can't I can't look at it as something that will move me. It doesn't move me because I have set my mind as like I don't even know what I mean. I've set my mind as something that I just I just cannot be moved. I can't. I just I don't know how to explain it. I know, like I said, what backs me up as a person is my respect for God. I spoke of obedience, you know, of um, like the impact of obeying the word of God. There is a reward. I spoke of that. And I really would want all those rewards to myself. He, he, he is my own motive of why I would do such or why I'm doing such. 
He is my motive. I do not know about other people. Some people may be in alignment with me as well. Some people may have other reasons. Another thing I know for sure is that I don't like somebody that is to cheat. And one thing I know with people that are complaining of my husband exists and is carrying women, find out that man was carrying um, girls before they got married. I can take my take my word to the bank. I can swear on it. A man who is cheating consistently in his marriage was doing it even before he got married. There are some reasons. I know one thing is I cannot take it. I cannot even tolerate it. So if the word of God says this, and by the Holy Spirit interpreting the word every time I read, I get my understanding. I know the reasons attached to all these things. I know that, okay, oh, by your heart, don't think that God will wake up and give you somebody that you do not deserve. It's not possible. It's your heart he will use to put you with that person. Yes. In case you don't know, is your heart, that thing, how you are, your motive. Okay, you believe somebody. You Do you think that God will come and give you a virgin? You, as somebody who, you know, sleeps around. It's not possible. It is not. It's, see, my dear, let's not deceive ourselves. He will not carry his righteous daughter, who, he, who is behaving well. She's a virgin and all of those things. And give it to an unbeliever. Co-possible. Serious. <laughs> So that is what I'm saying. Like, I know the reason behind it for myself. I cannot take somebody that cheats. So I would rather follow the word of God. God sees my heart that I'm not, a, I'm such a loyal person. So I know his plans for me are of good. So I should know a certain way of some things I may want to look out for or what God wants to do for me. He has so many plans for me that could exceed my expectations. And I'm, you know, I'm all for it. So I'm just letting you know that as you lay your bed, that is how you will lie on it though. Remember that as you're doing all these things, when your partner should do such in the marriage, can you take it? Because <laughs> the thing is, people have this porous mindset that, ah, my, because people, when a, like you said, Alonga, you mentioned earlier that if it was in place of Tega's husband, and you know, when you get the scenario, I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't really want to speak about it. If a woman should do it, the accusation is different. Now, woman, you be, you are children, they'll be looking up to you, all this kind of talk. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, you as a person, can you take it? If your wife should cheat on you now, if you are married, will you take it? You apologize. Let's live in peace, honey. Can you take it? If you cannot, my dear, don't start what you can't finish. It starts from the mind. I'm emphasizing on the mind because it's the mind that bets a lot of rubbish we are hearing today. It is the mind. You think rubbish. Some people will not even think. They'll just come out and type rubbish. Like, that's <laughs> the temerity for me. Hmm. I keep saying this thing, the mind is so powerful. It is so powerful that, ah, that is where the devil is taking people from. The mind, once it takes hold of your mind. And the funny thing is that till the day we die, we'll always be in constant warfare with our body and yeah. our, our mind. We'll always be in constant. We're trying to be in accordance with God's word, for instance. 
but your mind will dwindle to things, evil things. Ah, this person that did me this thing now. If I should get back at her, it's bad thought or all those things and all of those things. There will be you know, then no one else has to encourage her. Just do her now. She did you this, you did you that. You know the mind. It's a funny trick, but it's the truth. It's the truth. I'm just letting people know that you know, have your direct why and be solid. Let me tell you, people, that guys and girls that have their standard or whatever, is because they are so firm on it. That is why not just anybody can come to meet them. People call it pride. So whatever, I'm proud. Yes, of course. It's the standard of God I'm following. Anything aside from that is a counterfeit. I want to be proud. Leave it. It's none of your business. Be proud in your own way. So when people have their standard, whatever their standards may be, when people don't meet the meet up, they start insulting you. Are like this, they are like this. Okay, the person that will meet it is is coming. I mean, so I would also tell people that have the mindset that they feel like ah they want to succumb. My dear, forget it. That person is coming. Forget all these things. That person is coming to come and yeah. So you. Sorry, can I ask you a question? Yeah, listen. Now that you're talking about all this thing about no sex before marriage and everything, mm-hmm. now let me ask you: that you believe that chastity, or chastity rather, helps in marriage, or you don't believe in that? It doesn't help. Like, for example, if you're not a virgin, or if someone is not a virgin, it does not help. Wait, wait. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get. I said what? Come again. Um, you see that you're talking about no sex in marriage or right? in a relationship that is going to your wedding night when you consummate, right? Mm-hmm. So. What I'm not trying to say, are you city or chastity uh helps in marriage, maybe builds a connection or bond or something, it helps in your marriage or it helps in someone's marriage, rather. Please give a practical example. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not really understanding. Okay, for like... example, are you saying that okay, there's some certain kind of things, okay, um a virgin couple will enjoy them mm-hmm. more than people that the, for example, because that would be because for example, if there are benefits you are enjoying, okay, for being mm-hmm. um, a virgin, then of course, then we should, of course, we should all advocate for it. But I mean, if it's okay, okay, there is a reward. Let me let me. If it's the same, if it's the same, if it's the same, what do call it? Reward that, or the same thing that uh, someone is you know a virgin and the same thing like I mean, someone is not a virgin will see enjoy, you will see enjoy marriage. I mean, so. To be honest, let me just okay. I, I, wait. I, sorry, I, I, Chris. Let me just answer. Let me just say what I want to say concerning what you said. To be sure, um, um, like I said before, obedience to the word. I'm talk, speaking for Christian terms, so you know that that is what I'm speaking of. Obedience okay. to God's word, as you said. Two virgin people they get married, and you know when they get married, they'll enjoy. And even people that were having sex before, when they get married, they'll still enjoy. Yes, they will. But there is a different repercussion. One is open to infidelity more than okay. the other. Do you believe me? Yeah, I probably do. No, answer with your chest. <laughs> or am I wrong? One is open to infidelity than the other. Am I wrong or am I right? Waiting, you never test, no go, they hungry you. Abby? Yeah, I'll save the here. Okay, so. That one that did not test any, that they came in as two people, they will have their reward because obedience to God's word, there is a reward. 
already. So obeying God with their body alone is a reward. Entering the marriage as two people that become one, they are whatever they are, that's their reward. God will reward them. I don't know, he, I don't, I'm not the one that will state his reward, but he knows what to do for those people. I'm not saying that his mercy does not endure to people that have not done it before. Eh? But what those two people will face, the people that have been sleeping around before, you know, why they get married now, what they will face eh, is different from what those other people will face. They will be battling. You will have this insecurity in your mind, like, hey, hope my, my partner will not be having multiple people he's sleeping with. Eh? Hope he will not be giving other women money when I give. You know, some, you know this thing I'm saying. You know? Let, let me, yeah, okay. I just, me, I just hope you understand what I'm saying, Alonge. Yeah. I don't know if you're Alonge, Alonge, even, Alonge, even answer more on what she said, right? Like? You can remember this particular series that was kind of popular. I don't know if Martina watched it, but this particular series, or I don't know, yeah, it was a series or TV show called Sex Life. Do you watch it, Alonge? No, I don't watch it. Okay. Now, the thing that obviously the name would sound very distinct, but this was the whole point of that TV show was a lady that was really wild when she was, you know, she was not married. She was really wild with a particular guy. This one was a guy now. Always having different sex. They had different kind of fantasies brought to life. Like maybe they're having sex in an elevator or do something, in, or do something <laughs> on the couch or that kind of thing. They, they were just going on adventures. Now, this is what happened, or this was the main point of the move, of the series was when she eventually got married to the kind of man that she wanted. Because now that guy, there's no those things with. The guy was still very abusive towards her sometimes. When he gets angry, he can be insulting her and stuff like that. But finally got a man that she wanted, a guy that is gentle, a guy that is, fam is family-oriented, a guy that, that, you know, is a family man, basically. She got married to this guy. And the major problem that she had, now it's not that she's not having sex with the guy, but the major problem that she had was the fact that the sex that she was used to was not what she was getting from that man. Even got so bad that the man even got to notice at some point and tried his best to kind of be adventurous like the other guy, but she was still not comfortable. It was so bad that at the end of that season one, you literally see her leaving her house after she has had issues with her husband called that same guy. She had issues with, with her husband constantly. She is still see her of stuff, leaving her house and going to meet that other man in his house just because she had gotten used to that other kind of sex or with that person. Yeah. So that's why I and, and funny enough, that particular TV show is something that happens in real life. Like we cannot lie to ourselves that there are no people. That uh, will have sex with certain individuals that they'll be very comfortable with, but they cannot end up marrying those people because maybe their characters or something don't align. Maybe the only thing that they enjoy from that person is just sex, nothing more. <laughs> yeah. And that's the reason why Martina is saying what she's saying when she says that there are there are some disadvantages when it comes to getting married to somebody that has had some level of experience when it okay comes sorry to chris let me let me let me ask alonga alonga would you be fine with your partner mm -hmm. partner having a multiple you know partner like 
when you get married, you find out that your partner is actually sleeping with other guys. Would you be fine with it? Is it in, in marriage? In marriage. That's cheating. She's cheating on me in the end. But but don't forget, yeah. but don't forget, but don't forget that she had those partners before she got married to you. Yeah, that God give you. That's what I'm even coming to. Okay, she had had yeah. those partners before. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh my, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Help us, help us. Answer. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, wait. Um, zero to three. Boy, he's saying, say, Along yet, there is no maybe. See, Chris, he's just talking like this. Leave me. Leave me. Along yet, there is no maybe. You talk about a man and his ego recently. Uh, now, a man that has serious ego will never be comfortable. See, men are jealous, so don't forget. Exactly. Men are very jealous when it comes to their women. And if the guy should share, you, wait, think about it. Like, do you know how uh, painful... Like, you see men that cheat on their wives or cheat on their girlfriends. And the moment they hear once that... That their oh, wife. That their wife is... Like, maybe she's not even cheating. Maybe she's seen and Like, she's talking to another man. Not even that they're dating or cheating. She's just talking to the man. He's uncomfortable. No, no, that's where part of ego comes in now. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That this thing you're saying about the... You're just deceiving yourself. That's what he's trying to point out. <laughs> because along me, I know you. Sure but the thing is that it is along here. The point I'm trying to make here is that to just really help you understand what Martina is trying to say is the disadvantage of having somebody that has that or gets my zone that has a lot of experience is is one that person's standard might be too high, and sex is a very big deal in marriage. And if there's an issue when it comes to sex, there will there will be a problem that, in that marriage. Then coming to the let me just tell you point plan point blank. I mean, what are you calling that thing? Something, something period. Sex is a is one of apart from money, sex and that big deal when it comes to marriage. It's a very big deal. Very, very big deal. Well, maybe for me, it's not as long as I'm just having see that was I'm telling you that's what you will say. That that's what you will say, but it's a big deal. But leaving that one aside, let's go to the to what people see as disadvantage for virgins. Disadvantage days that people say, oh, it's not be so good. Why? Because they are not experienced. They might not know how to do it. But people also forget that sex is like every other thing. It's like football that can also be learned. Nobody is born <laughs> to be a pro. Is it truth now? See, whoever is a pro or is fully experienced in having sex today started from a time where they were scared of even having it in the first place yeah they were not sure yeah that's true before they eventually started having it and because of obviously doing it constantly they got professional at it or got <laughs> really experienced at it is it just now like i, I know what i'm saying really <laughs> at it. Okay, okay. but well the whole thing i'm trying to do the only thing i to say is that yeah definitely if you if you're someone that believes in Christianity or believes in God or believes in Jesus Christ, which is the basis for Christianity, mm-hmm. and you also believe, if, I, if you believe that, that means you believe that there shouldn't be sex before marriage. We've already said here on this particular episode different ways you can try to keep yourself before um, before marriage. Another thing I'll add is that um, community is actually very, very important. You have to put yourself in community of people that are trying to achieve the same goal. Like minds. 
that have the same like minds. So that, so that when you have me struggling, you could speak to these people and they could join in helping yeah, you yeah. in helping you fight your demons or fight your problems, basically. Yeah. Because you cannot fight them alone, to be honest. You can't actually give them alone. Especially, especially when your case is very, very different. Like you're having a very high sex drive. And when you drink one one kind of one kind of ordinary smell of your body is already on fire, then your own case is very, very different. So like that's basically uh we've said different things here on how to deal with you know this sexual marriage thing because it's a very very big deal. And I don't think that it will go to the last topic of today because we've spoken for over an hour now. Um, and I'm not sure people want to be listening to this episode for up to two hours when there's no movie they are watching or listening to. <laughs> so like it's already too long. But just to just to conclude, right? Because it's young people that are listening to this podcast, or majority of young people are listening to this podcast. So for each of you, what what is one advice? It doesn't have to it doesn't have to be about what we talk about today. It can be something completely of these topics that we talked about today. But what is one particular advice or one thing that you would want to say to someone listening to this episode currently? Starting with you, Ayon, Ayon, Tunde. Why are you starting with me now, bro? I think, I think, okay, let me just say this. I think um, anybody should always, everybody should always put God first, importantly, and when you fall, don't ever forget that you can always stand up. You can stand up a million times. If you fall down a million times, you stand up at the same time. You don't you don't just stop rising, just keep rising and you get better. Each time you become a better. And always remember that this life is just full of experiences and you will meet different kind of people. And so you must just learn. Always be willing to learn. That's it. Okay. Martina. Um, I would say that God's um, God's mercy endures forever. He is really merciful for people who are willing to change their ways. And I would say that whatever drives you as a person, you should really know that thing. Make sure it is something reasonable. Don't do things because of everybody you know, are doing it. You should be your own person. First of all, I would even say you should know your identity in Christ. When you know your identity in Christ, I, I, I personally would not even need to advise you. The Holy Spirit knows how to go about it for you as a person. When you know your identity, how do you know identity? By studying the word of God. Everything is in the word of God. Even the Bible speaks about attending wild parties. I say I like this Bible. It's very sweet. That is what I'll tell you. Know your identity in Christ. And by knowing it is by studying the word. Don't do then say. This one said. Go and know it. When you know it, then come out with your full chest. Get that confidence. Nobody can tell you rubbish. You face them or you tell them, get deep behind me. Simple. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you that basically. That's all. Yeah. Then, the reason I'll just say in order to conclude this whole episode 
is a particular statement that someone I listen to or I could call like a mentor is like something that you always say. It's always like, watch the people you listen to or watch the people or the things that you like. Be careful, be mindful of the things you watch. Be careful, be mindful of the things you listen to. Not just because of sex now, but generally. Because whatever you listen to, whatever you read, whatever you watch, shapes your mindset, shapes your mentality. And if you end up watching the wrong things, it's going to shape your mindset in the wrong way. And if you have a wrong mindset, it's going to show your actions, it's going to change the way you live your life. And this comes across every area of your life, whether it's your finances, whether it's your health, whether it's spirituality, whether it's Christianity, no matter what it is, if you are not careful of the people that you listen to, especially the people you listen to and the things you watch, your, your eyes are very, very important. And your eyes gather a lot of information. And your ears do gather a lot of information. So you have to be very, very careful. We, we talked about the mind a lot on this episode because the mind is actually the main thing that pushes off to, to act in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So that's basically all I have to on this episode. If you listen to this episode to this particular point, I want to say a very big thank you because, first of all, this is my first long... I don't think I've done anything that is more than an hour. This is the first long episode I'm doing that is almost two hours, if not two hours. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful to every one of you that listen to us talk about all these things. And if you have anything to add, you can always click the links in the description and reach out to me through any platforms with the links in the description there to air your views or to say something that you've learned or to ask any question that you have for any of us, basically. And I'll also put the um, I also put the details of uh, Alonge and Martina in the description, just in case one should talk to them privately to have any conversations. For Alonge, you see Alonge, if you enter his DMs, he might end up checking you and not answering your question, but I'll start putting it there. <laughs> so, but that's just basically all I have to say for this episode. But I'm very, very grateful to every one of you that listen to it. I'm also very grateful to Ayotunde and Martina for joining me to talk with me for two hours. That's been a very yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah, it was actually was. very fun. And I'm very grateful to every one of you. So, yeah, Omo, there's just tomorrow, 6.45. Love and lights. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.